And we're live. It's top down time. Hell yeah, TDT. Yep, you know it. The uh, the TDT signal has been sh shone onto Gotham City's uh, cloudy overcast sky. Yeah. It's actually pretty nice here today. Yeah, su super nice here as well. Real hot. Yeah. I got the fan blasting. Yeah. Uh, but you've been sick all week. I have been since like Saturday. I've been That's rough. And it's a type of sick where like you're just laying in bed like every now and then watching something on your phone on YouTube or something. But otherwise just like dead. What was the it? World. Like the flu? St like a stomach flu. Yeah, I'm still getting oh, over man. it. So a little shaky uh, eating here and there. But well, That's if I have like it, where you're like, if you see achy? me run. It real achy, um, more than anything, just like uh, running to the bathroom every like half hour to see like if something comes out, but not sure, Ew. you know. Ew. I have luckily not had any kind of like bathroom related uh, illness for quite some time. Knock on wood. Yeah, this the last time I felt uh, this sick was I think I got food poisoning like maybe seven years ago. <laughs> And sure. it was like only for a day. So the last time right. I've been sick for like like this for like three days was probably since I was a kid. Yeah, three. That's a long time. That is definitely yeah. a long time for sure. Yeah, still a little shaky. So if I like mute to cough or like something, you'll know why. <laughs> but right. we're good now. I think uh, John's not here this week. He is taking care of his wife who just went through surgery. So. Yep. Best wishes to both of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just so, yeah. Otherwise, um, how other than being sick, you said you were watching some stuff. You watch anything cool worth talking about? Um, no, I I'm gonna check out that Hamilton. I think sure. yeah, people yeah. keep talking yeah. about that, so I'm gonna check that out. But no, it's just been kind of like whatever. Uh, like between fever <laughs> dreams basically on youtube nothing too too special we're re-watching community right now so that's okay. kind of the thing we're doing here uh yeah right it's fun. i just i watched um the eurovision movie on the okay. weekend yep that is a bad movie yeah <laughs> it looked like it probably was it is okay at best i will say i want to say a few things first off rachel mcadams why are you doing this man you're better than this. Yeah. Will Ferrell, I understand why you're doing this. Yep. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, your you're much better than this. What are you doing? Um, yeah. Mm -mm. I, I, I'll also say uh, some good songs in there. Sure. Uh, there's actually some it's actually some decent music um, that they, you know, fake sing in there. Um, but yeah, that is just a bad movie. It's not great. Yeah, I believe it. I'm really looking forward to this Palm Springs movie that's coming out this weekend on Hulu with um, Andy Samberg, and I don't know the actress's name. I don't think I've seen her in anything, but it's getting like really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, um, and uh, like a good movie, a good new movie coming out um, is phenomenal as yeah. far as my quarantine movies have gone. So mm -hmm. I am unreasonably excited for this movie I don't know much about. Sure. Um, but uh, I'm planning to watch that. We are planning to watch Hamilton at some point. I'm not the biggest musical guy. Sure. Um, so I'm not 
you know, champing at the bit for it. It's also, yep. isn't it like four hours long? I, yeah, I hear it's quite long. Well, sure. didn't you watch? Oh, no, you said you're going to watch it. You're going to watch it. Yeah. I, I know it has a built in intermission. Sure. Um, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably going to happen at some point. My girlfriend's seen it live, not the original cast. Um, sure. But the, the play and stuff. So, I don't think it's like super urgent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. To, to watch it right now. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, let's do the podcast. Because uh, this is the top-down perspective for July 9th, and I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. Um, what, ha, did you get to play any games, Paul? I did. I finished Blaster Master Zero 2, because I was about halfway done since we last talked anyway. Um, Does this include game the is DLC great. that John was talking about last week? Not not yet, no. I'm, I actually just picked that up yesterday night. So I'm going to play that at some point this weekend, maybe before sure. the plethora of stuff that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> it is. I, I did like a like a quick rundown about yeah. wh- what I'm wanting to play. Um, so Deadly Premonition 2 is tonight. Yes. Uh, which that's, also that's Curse probably, of the Moon 2. Oh, you know, is that tonight? Well, it's I, it's tomorrow. Well, yeah, well, yeah. eShop. Lo- yeah. OK. Um I'm probably not going to play that. So that's thank God. Um, and then next week is is Tsushima yeah. and Paper, Paper Mario. Mario. But yeah. what also just came out on consoles, including Game Pass. And what I was originally going to do was switch until it announced Game Pass. Crosscode hit. Crosscode. Yeah. Like yesterday. And that's like a 40 hour RPG. Is it that yeah. long? I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, it Jesus. is. Um, and wow. And I've heard nothing but like phenomenal things about that. Game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just I just had an extra 40 hours on top of these other three long games. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, for sure. This, this is crazy. Also, funny, I didn't talk about all this. Like, Sorry, go, go on. No, no, you go. go, go. I was going to say, I didn't talk about this a few weeks ago when it was on a free weekend. But I played Fallout 76 when it was on a free weekend to see like that big update they did. And the like that game's one. okay now. And that's yeah. fr- like free now on Game Pass. So. I just uh I just <laughs> downloaded that on Game Pass today. So I'll probably play to, that again. Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always looking for co-op games. That's that has co-op, obviously, so my buddy and I will go through that. Um, yeah. But it's funny because all the games that, that I had listed off, they're not even like big names. I guess like I mean, yeah. big names in terms of like what a what like a normal one of a normie would look would would know about. Mm-hmm. They probably may have heard of Paper Mario. So like when I have some friends who are not like super into games are asking me like, oh, hey, what are you what are you playing? What are you looking forward to playing right now? And I'll list off like these 30, 40 hour games and there's like five of them or whatever. And they're like, I have no idea what any of that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Halo 3 comes out in like soon, I think, too, on the uh master chief collection for people that for are PC, into halo right? yeah 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 so yeah halo games I are short know, i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play master chief collection no. again but anyway uh you were talking blaster master zero is, is it still the best thing in the world honestly i see why it was on john's top 10 it is very good that is a very good game it has nice. this stupid anime story that like ends in a stupid way uh good music because that's kind of like 
what all these games, these older like throwback games do is that they seem to focus on the music first and foremost or something. Cause they're always very, very good. Uh, and like, it's the same blaster master gameplay, but with some additions that make it faster and, uh, a little more like movement oriented. You can do like more stuff in it and it's very, very cool. Yeah. There's nothing much to talk about in terms of the gameplay because it plays again, like blaster master, but like, a updated version of it and it's just very very neat i really really like that game a lot and i definitely see why it was it's definitely a john game for sure but uh it's just a good game all around for sure very very good cool um last week you were playing through deadly premonition did you do any more of that i haven't gone back to it this week no no. okay okay no have you been wondering at this point if i'm going to Seem, I mean, you don't have much time if you're planning to play two right when that drops. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, two's probably going to be. Were you a following any after. of like the preview stuff when the reviews uh, dropped yesterday? No. Apparently, the frame rate is terrible. Um, oh fuck! That's kind of like the one thing I was really hoping they would get right. <laughs> uh, and but, then there's some uh, weird controversy about whether or not the developer did or did not say we are not going to fix the frame rate. Oh weird uh, so that's okay that's under question yeah um so like they straight could have said we're not fixing oh <laughs> okay yeah i don't know uh i pre I, I you know i pre-ordered it a couple hours ago so i could get the preload um but yeah sorry your question did they should have said it i, I it, it sounded like someone asked hey are you guys planning on patching and fixing the frame rate and they said no but then it, i was oh. hearing other words of like the publisher went back and is in talks with the developer about that Oh, so it's I I, yeah. I don't know. It's anyway, the review scores are all over the place, which that's kind of what I would want, right? That it sounds true to form, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. I uh, I would have been actually a little suspect if it was like, yeah, every place gave this ten out of ten. It's like, really? What? Why? <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I would be extremely curious. Like I I. I would even if I hadn't bought in at that point, I would need to have been bought in because I yeah. want to know what, what what's going on with that. Yeah. In that scenario, I would assume everyone who reviewed it was a Deadly Premonition one fan. And yeah, two is just hitting it out of the park in the in the exact way you want it to. That, that's what I would assume, because I would yeah. not expect Deadly Premonition two getting 10 out of 10s to be because it is actually like a, a really game. good game with like yeah. a super well done story and it looks gorgeous and yada 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 yep yeah man weird weird time to be alive deadly premonition 2 <laughs> uh, yeah i can't believe that still happened man somebody says apparently it looks like a game from 2005 oh so it looks like a game that came out like seven years before the first one <laughs> okay I mean, that first one also did not look great. <laughs> that first one so, looked like an old game <laughs> yeah. when that came out. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this is a uh, very interesting. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been playing? No, that's it. All right. I've been playing a few things uh, like finishing The Last of Us 2. Sure. Uh, I will say, I think uh, I think I like the story in the first one more. Yeah, for sure. Did you feel uh, like I did where it just felt a little too long? To me, it just felt a little too long. 
In, I mean, I, it, it didn't feel long in the terms of like, I'm tired of playing this. Like, let's just get it over with. No, but um, that it could have been the, ended earlier. I think it should have. I think the last quarter, there's a, there's like a chunk yeah. in the last quarter where it's just like, I don't agree with what any of these characters are doing right now. It feels almost um, tacked on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it's weird. It's weird. We're planning on doing a spoiler cast because I definitely want to get in and, and talk like beat for beat with some of this stuff. Sure. Um, uh, I see what you mean about the uh, the hospital basement section, and I think you are only a big fan of that because you like Resident Evil. That's, that, that's what I came. That away part from is that. horrifying. It was it was scarier for me because you had hyped it up so much as this terrifying <laughs> thing. So from the minute I was going in, I was like, "Oh fuck this game, fuck this game!" But then it's just really kind of like the end of it that's like the super scary part. The rest of it is yeah, like yeah. Last of Us. So. Sure. Uh, you made that a lot worse for me than it, than it could have been uh, for the record. <laughs> Great. Um, I like that game a lot. Um, uh, I think it's I think it's a really well done game. Uh, and I, I and I want to talk more about it. I, I can't talk. I can't say anything. Yeah. Good time with it, though. Very good. Uh, what else have I been playing? I started a little game uh, called Little Orpheus. This okay. is on Apple Arcade. And what caught my eye is it's by the Chinese room. Oh, okay. Um, so developers of uh, everybody's gone to the rapture. Everyone's going to rapture amnesia machine for pigs. Um, this just kind of stealth dropped. I don't think anyone's expecting the Chinese room to be putting out an Apple arcade title. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting. So the, if I had to like, get pick the genre like puzzle platformer it's like a, it's like a limbo in terms of like yeah. character you're running from left to right at all at all times you got to climb on top of some boxes you got to like pull some boxes so you can get to a rope that's a little higher up you know there's going to be a part where there's something watching you so when it when it turns away you got to run to the next thing to hide behind you know it's all the typical things you'd see from a puzzle platformer kind of making me think like it's have they just kind of run out of ideas for what you can do with this specific formula? Cause it's, a, they're all kind of samey. Yeah. Um, like, you know, at I some still point think, there's probably a light you have to hide from or like, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you're getting chased box. by something. Um, yeah. so you just got to keep running and, and, you know, you're jumping up and the grounds like collapsing behind you or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think play dead is like the top of, top of this they do the best limbo and inside i still think are the best ones what's kind of sure. nice about this one and different about this one is it's not like completely gray and black and just depressing sure that's uh, cool yeah this is full of color which is nice it also has a bunch of voice acting which is probably the best part of it so you play a like russian like cosmonaut who he it's set in the backdrop of like you're being kind of interrogated by like the commander and you're telling the story of what happened and you play that story um and uh it's split up into episodes which are kind of fun because they have like title sequences at the beginning that kind of look like a james bond like tintin-esque title sequence and stuff i, I kind of really like the the aesthetic with that place um and the music's just real fun and, and the, the accents and the character voices are, are, are fun. And it's, it's, it's kind of goofy. Um, 
but the premise is you uh, crash landed your like spaceship in in a mission that was to go beneath the surface of the earth to where you found uh, a whole new civilization and there's dinosaurs and stuff down there and so you know you're like running away from t-rexes and stuff like that and i'm only in chapter two so i've I've played maybe 45 minutes of the game so far there's eight chapters so i'm expecting it to be about a four hour game that's pretty Um, substantial pretty good yeah yeah Yeah, for sure um uh, pretty kind of on average for the length of, of puzzle platformers. It's, it seems like at least in, in this span of it. Yeah, um, sure. But again, I, I really just kind of enjoy hearing the commander and your main character conversing and talking to each other. Cause you're saying all these crazy things and the commander's like, Oh yeah, there was dinosaurs down there. Are you taking me for a fool? And you know, there's funny Russian accents and whatnot. And it, it's pretty enjoyable. Uh, one thing that I, is kind of a bummer Despite the kind of heavy focus on this story and this narrative, there's no subtitles. Oh, uh, which that's weird. a bummer. Okay. Like it's a phone game. That's, you know, it yeah. does do the thing of like, hey, this game is best experienced with headphones, which I feel like at this point, every mobile game says that you should just kind <laughs> of know without saying every game wants you to listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no subtitles. That's weird. It also it's not super responsive. There's a lot of times where, you know, I'm trying to jump and it seems like he's jumping a little bit afterwards. It's not a huge deal because it's a mobile puzzle platformer. So there's not like some actual like split second platforming you have to do, but it just feels a little sluggish. There's times when I'm instead of tapping uh, to jump, I'm wanting it's like doing the hold thing. Like if I'm beside a box and, you you know, you hold on the screen to hold the box and then you can drag the <laughs> box. But I'm trying to jump on the box. He'll sometimes grab it like it'll enter. It'll interpret my tap as a grab. So there's some finicky stuff like that. It does have controller support. Uh, I haven't tried that one out yet to um, see if that's more responsive. But in terms of like the production value on this, I'm certain this is going to come to like Switch and PC probably in like six months. Um, I'm excited for it. I'll definitely check yeah, it out. It's, it's interesting. I don't think it's like the best of these. Like if you've played Limbo and Inside, those are the best of these. Um, but it's something mm. different in this space, and I can appreciate that. Um, so I, I think it's something, and it, I've also just kind of been like a little pretty lukewarm on Apple Arcade the last few months. It's been a while since one has really piqued my interest. So it's kind of nice that they do have some stuff still uh, on, on the way that, that is interesting. Uh, is there the a game, weird flesh oh. monster thing that you can buy from the real doll makers for this, though? Uh, not not yet, but uh, I haven't seen the whole game, so maybe who knows. Hopefully, one day. Uh, the last game <laughs> I've been playing this week is West of Dead. is another Game Pass title, and yeah. um, this is a roguelike, very similar um, mechanic, like uh, kind of like outside of the actual gameplay in terms of like the ancillary stuff. Very similar to Dead Cells. Like I'd okay. be surprised if they didn't like cite Dead Cells as how to do a roguelike. I say that because, like, you have a flask that you can use, you know, once a run. Um, You can upgrade that flask to use it more uh, every time. You you know, you're collecting collecting sin, but it's the equivalent of Dead Cells souls. So every time you go back to the base in between um, levels, you're, like, cashing in those souls to 
to activate other uh, like upgrades that will appear throughout the game. And they even like pop up right there if you want to use them right away, much like Dead Cells when you first uh, first unlock them. You know, you, you go to the right side and there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, a guy who will fill up your flask and your health. Like Dead Cells through and through, you know, you keep going back to that place after each level. Your character has a flaming head. <laughs> So he even sure. looks a little bit like the Dead Cells guy. Um, but the gameplay is different. The gameplay is a dual joystick shooter um, uh-huh. with a focus on like like a dodge roll that is pretty key. Um, so, you know, you'll enter each of the kind of combat rooms. It'll be mostly dark. And, and one thing I'm a little confused about is whether or not you can hurt enemies when they're in the dark. I thought you couldn't, but sometimes it seems I can, or maybe it's because they're just on like the edge or something like that. Um, but you kind of want to get to where the like lanterns are hanging it, light the lanterns, which will kind of shine light on a, you know, a circular area in the room. If any enemies in that they'll get stunned, which is also nice. So a bit of a risk reward for kind of getting away from the cover and going into the middle of the room. And then, hmm. like I said, once they're unlight, you can hurt them. Um, yeah. Which does suck because if you kind of have turned on all the lanterns and there's an enemy who's in the dark, you can't hurt them. I don't think. Which, that's Hmm. annoying. You can't just... You don't have to, like, finish the room to continue on. You could just, like, go past the enemy. Um, But, again, I I do really think I am getting something wrong with the whether or not you can hurt them or not in the dark. Because sometimes it seems I can, sometimes it can't. So, anyway. Um, The the dodge roll is kind of a big thing. You can dodge around. You can, like, you know, slide on top of the the cover. Uh, Cover's a big thing. And you get into it basically just by going up to the cover and your character will kind of duck down behind it. Cover can be destroyed. Um, uh, the covers, it's, it's obviously super useful, but I've, it's a little finicky about sometimes when your character chooses to go into it because it's not like a button to get in there. You just need to get like close enough. But sometimes uh-huh. it seems like you need to kind of push up against it. So it can kind of be, you have to kind of really be careful about am I in cover or not, which is hard to do when you're looking at a bunch of enemies shooting yeah. you. And you're and you're you're focusing on that. The aesthetics yeah. are all like gunslinger meets like Dark Soulsy. So you look like a, a like a you know a cowboy version of um oh what's the Nicolas Cage movie? It's the Marvel one. Oh, Green Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. So you look like a cowboy version of Ghost Rider uh-huh. with a you know a big poncho, mm-hmm. and all the enemies look like either kind of like um. Like the first level or, or like the basic enemy are like um, military uh, uh, vet guys from that era with rifles. But then you quickly get into like huge dudes with like big cleavers and like weird skull dogs and stuff like that. Um, I haven't gotten past the second level. I've gotten just before this. I got the final boss down to like one health and then it killed me. And oh, man, did that suck? Ooh, that sucked. <laughs> um but you're picking up different weapons. Uh, each each weapon can go on one of the triggers, and then you also get two special abilities for the bumpers. Um, the weapons are pretty fun. You know, there'll be different revolvers or shotguns, and you can get one of the one of the abilities can just be like an axe that you throw at someone, which is pretty cool. Um, What's yeah, your go-to uh, loadout so far? I like having like uh, on my right trigger some kind of pistol that will auto fire, like just go okay. through all six rounds holding it down. And then on my left, I've only gotten it once, but I got a shotgun for that, which was super powerful. Most of the time it ends up being some kind of rifle, but something I have to press for each bullet that's more powerful. Um, Right. 
So I like that. And then my favorite ability so far has been that that axe that you throw that does a good chunk of damage. And then there was just straight up a shield you can unlock that just like halves the damage coming to you. Um, that sounds pretty. I will cool. say the 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 cover can get destroyed. It'll come back after a few moments. Like it'll just kind of like grow out of the ground. The reason I died on that boss is I got stuck in the ground, like growing up from underneath me. So my character oh. didn't move the way I thought it was. So like I said, there's some weird stuff with how like that, yeah. magnetic you are to the cover, which isn't ideal. Um, yeah. I also think the visuals are, it's a little hard to read kind of what's going on sometimes. They're just it, so like high contrasty. There's such an emphasis on like that. Yeah, there's yeah. such an emphasis on like we want things to be black until there are bright <laughs> lights. Then you can see inside that cone of light. Um, it can make things hard to see. The mini map, I think, sucks, uh, which mm. is a bummer. It's not a huge deal because you can just press start and see like a, a good map. Um, but the mini map that you're kind of looking at um, at all times as you're navigating the space and much like Dead Cells, you kind of want to clear out the whole area before you move on because there are chests that get you different items. There's upgrade things j- exactly like dead cells that will increase either your health, your attack or your abilities. Like th- that's exactly dead cells. Like this game is so dead cells in terms of how it's a roguelike. Um, so it's a lot of me pressing start to look at the map because the mini map is just not that useful and not easy to read, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm watching but- the, uh, announcement trailer or whatever for it right maybe not announcement but like a trailer for it it's very hard to read some of this stuff uh with like the dark blacks and like some enemies being like moving in them and stuff it seems like it could be very hard to read sometimes (laughs) it's hard um i don't know if i'm willing to say the game like it's it's unfair in how hard it is uh because i'm at the point of 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 this roguelike where of course i'm dying pretty early on every time because i kind of need to get my sea legs before yep. it's like oh i can go through the first like three floors and no sweat um because right yeah right now i'm still struggling with that second stage so yeah i'll probably play more of it uh, again it's on game pass i i am enjoying what i have played with it um it's just like it's just a bit it's kind of rough it's, it looks very gungeon-esque in how it moves specifically with like with the dodging and shooting back and yeah that's true yeah it's not top down like gungeon but no. yeah in terms of like mm-hmm. yeah gungeon's also a dual joystick or, uh, with a with a dodge roll so yeah. that's probably a pretty good uh, uh oh yeah i see the cover is actually huge you need to use that the cover is is definitely the big thing because yeah everyone yeah. has a gun so they can hit you pretty easily sure yeah no i'm still so I, I just have to uh, figure excited to play so uh that's all i've been playing let's do some news yeah do it all right First up, Evo Online. Evo obviously was canceled this year and switched to an online-only event. Yeah. Uh, that has since been canceled, uh, mainly because the, one of the main people behind it was a scumbag. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, the uh, Smash community, as of recently, has been kind of torn apart, where found out that a whole lot of Smash people are huge scumbags as well. So yeah, the kind of in scene, the wake of the stuff we were talking about a, a week or two ago in terms of the harassment online um, and yeah. just, you know, ill treating of our fellow man. Um, this, this is still, this is basically part of that. Uh, the co-founder and CEO, his name is Joey, Mr. Wizard. Cooler. Okay. I'm going to say is how you pronounce that. 
Um, there was allegations of sexual misconduct against him. Um, he has since been like removed. Uh, I'm not sure in what capacity uh, entirely or not. Um, but up to that, uh, companies were consistently pulling their games, which kind of forced EVO Online to have to just kind of close its doors. Yeah, Mortal Kombat pulled itself. Um, uh, uh, that was the main one, I think. Was Street Fighter even part of it, or did that get pulled as well? Um, they definitely, Capcom definitely pulled whatever their involvement was. And then after that, everybody else did too, so... No, okay, that's what I thought. Street Fighter V actually wasn't a part of Evil Online because right. its net code was never even good enough to be oh. considered. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, so it's easy for them to pull out. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the uh, Them's Fighting Herds also pulled out. That was another one of the games that had a good net code that was a part of it. Okay. Uh, what are we looking? Uh, Nam- Bandai Namco joined the developers that are pulling, which meant they took it, taking out Tekken 7 Dragon Ball Fighters and Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, those are huge uh, so, too. Yeah. So they basically lost all their games and said, okay, we can't do Evil Online anymore. Yep. Going forward, Tony Cannon will act as CEO in this position. He will take a leadership role in prioritizing greater accountability across Evo, both internally and at our events. So pour one out for Evo. I guess. We'll see, uh, we'll see, see what that what happens. shapes up to be next year. Yep. Good. Get the garbage out. Get some good guys For in sure. there. Yep. Uh, we talked about a few um, video game properties, getting movies and uh, TV show properties. Uh, yeah. Another one, This I saw this basically after we finished recording last week. My friend Pedro is getting an R-rated TV series by the creators uh, or the creator of John Wick. This makes sense to me because, like, while I didn't mind that game, it definitely seems like it would be more of a weird, like, visual medium than a good game. So, sure. I wasn't a huge, huge fan of that game. If you want to hear our full thoughts on that game, there's a TDP Plus episode all about it. There is. Um, anyway, uh, the writer of the first two John Wick movies and co-writer of the third, Derek Kolstad, is the one working on it. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I thought before I had known it was the John Wick creator, I would have been like, is it going to be the Rick and Morty guy? I guess I kind of went the other way with it. More oh, okay. of like the, the banana thing. But, uh, I guess, <laughs> okay. I mean, the gun action makes sense for the John Wick connection. Yeah. Um, I am curious how they will do the banana thing. Cause that's kind of like the only real, you know, interesting part that's yeah, this kind part. Yeah. And it's weirdly a spoiler to say why. So you should play that game or listen to us talk about it at length. Well, I mean, the, but the, yeah, the banana's in the trailer, so people know there's a weird banana thing. There's um, a banana thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't like that game enough to be excited about this. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens when it comes out for sure. I'm not holding my breath. Uh, we got the um, date for the next Xbox Games Showcase. This is going to be the big kind of first party one where, where we're going to see more Halo Infinite kind of this. Theoretically, they're pulling out all the stops for this one. Um, hopefully it's as exciting as the PlayStation one we got a few weeks back. But this is going to be uh, Xbox focused, obviously, July 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific. 9 a.m. Pacific. 
I'm adding it to my yeah. calendar right now. So, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, there will be a summer games fest pre-show, uh, that, that, uh, the, the Xbox account even mentioned. So maybe there's some tie-ins with Keeley doing some stuff, maybe some extra news or something that starts an hour before 8 a.m. Pacific. Cool. I'm excited. Speaking of which, the, the Ubisoft one is this week is this Sunday. It is. Wait, this Sunday? You're right, the 12th. Also, Devolver yep. Direct happens uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, the Sims is getting a reality TV show. I did not put the right link here. Yeah, I just clicked on it. It was like, oh, that's... Wait. <laughs> so let's talk about what I did. What we did click on. We got some okay. PS5 box art. Um, yeah. Let me look up that Sims uh, thing real quick while we talk about this. So we got the box art for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and uh, it kind of looks how you might assume, <laughs> only it says PS5 instead of PS4 on it. So if you've ever seen a PS4 case, it looks pretty similar to that, or like a DVD, basically. I don't know. This, yeah, I think the big takeaway is it's white along the It's top. white. I mean, yeah. the, so the box itself is blue, just like the PlayStation 4 boxes. But instead of like the the blue top where it says PS4, it's white. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I don't think I like it either. It looks cheap. I was going to say it almost looks like a placeholder. It does. Yeah. Also, I just don't like that cover art. <laughs> I think that cover art's really lame, but yeah. Like I think nothing I'm, about I think I'm okay with that. Part. Nothing about this box art is like Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <to me. laughs> like it actually looks like placeholder art and like for both the PS5 logo area and for the main area. I guess I can kind of see <laughs> that. Yeah. It's like the the um the like the no detail in the background, I think is what's doing that in my opinion. Uh I don't know, just something about yeah, the white I the white with the blue box. Like, I almost wish the box was, like, gray or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What if it was black with white lettering? Like, what if it was inverted? Would that do anything for you? Maybe. I, I'd probably have to see it. I can't. I, yeah, I'd, I'd probably right. have to see it. Let I kind of wish it was, you know, I, I actually wish it was, uh, like, significantly different than... Yeah. Um, me too. Than than before, like it's so similar. Um, which, like, because I already have a bunch of boxes that look like this, uh, and it's kind of nice on the shelf when you see like the change, and they look all different. You can kind of tell, oh, those are those ones, those are these ones. So I kind of wish it was a bit different. Um, but I guess the PS3 ones weren't super different after they switched no. to this logo style. They were all pretty similar. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, guess we'll have know. to also see what Xbox looks like. All right, now let's talk about The Sims getting a reality TV show, now that I found that link again. All right. Uh, it's called, isn't it called, yeah, Sparked. The Sims Sparked, S-P-A-R-K apostrophe D. They're getting, um, like, uh, 12, like, Sims streamers to come together, and then, like, on teams and stuff, they have to, like, do different challenges within The Sims 4 for a four episode reality competition show starting this month. It looks like it's based in the UK. 
uh, I believe, based on like the accents I was seeing. But maybe it's just those streamers that have those accents and they brought them over. I, I don't follow The Sims that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You're going to watch a Sims reality TV show? Um, probably not. I've watched probably dumber shit, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, they have to. I, I don't exactly know what the uh, challenges will be, but they have to like, here's your computer. Everyone sit down and do whatever we ask. But in the Sims. Yeah, it seems Maybe. weird. Yeah, S- seems Maybe. super weird. I don't know. It's something different. Like, I would never have thought of this. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, so that's the thing. Uh, I don't see any word on when exactly uh, it is airing. And this site wants me to change my cookie settings, so I'm not going to go into... Oh, no, the pop-up went away. (laughs) Host Owen is a Sims fan and was a 2015 American Idol finalist. Okay, there you go. So he knows judges include how, Sims producer Dave Sim Guru Ninja Miyotki and singer okay. voice actor Tyla Parks. Uh, if this means anything to you, you can uh, let's see. It will be broadcast Fridays at 11 p.m. on the American TV channel TBS from July 17th through August 7th. They will also be streamed for the following Mondays on YouTube and the BuzzFeed multiplayer channel. Great. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can get any of the names of the y- contestants. Yeah, I'll probably right check now. this out, honestly. At least one. I have to see what this shit is. Yeah, you should. And, this could uh, be the new tester. And let us know. Anyway, that's a thing. That's a thing I was not expecting to see. Yeah. All right, this got announced today. Super hot. Yeah. Um, is getting a sequel. This started as basically some free DLC they were going to put out there, but it eventually turned out to be, I think I saw the metric was four times as long as the main game. <laughs> yeah, you know, just some DLC. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you have purchased Super Hot before July 16th, you will get this sequel for free. Yeah. Uh, this It's called Super Hot Mind Control Delete. You have to have purchased a copy. So if you got it through uh, Twitch or Games with Gold or, you know, the Epic Game Store as like a free copy, that does not count. You will not get the sequel uh, as a free uh, edition. Uh, but it's PC and consoles. I read for, for um, owners who have it on GOG, Steam, Epic Game Store, or PlayStation 4 will see Mind Control Delete automatically appear in their game's libraries within days of July 16th. Xbox One players will get a message with a code to download the new game for free. Uh, For Switch, I I think I saw something on Twitter that said you had to, like, email in a copy of your receipt. Oh, weird. Huh. Probably because they don't have access to, like, a back-end API or something, right? I'm, I'm going to say probably because Nintendo yeah. Yeah. can't get with them. They don't give developers that access, probably. Weird. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, if you just want to buy the new one, it is going to be $25, which is definitely not a great deal. 
you if you're interested, you should just go buy Super Hot right now and get them both for whatever Super Hot costs because it's definitely cheaper than twenty five dollars. So on Humble right now, it is ten dollars on sale. Um, so I definitely recommend that. I'll quickly load up Steam and see how much it is on there because we're at during a Steam sale right now, so it's gonna it's probably ten bucks. Uh, you should play that game anyway. Super Hot's very good. It's unlike any other game out there, really. So you should definitely pick up Super Hot if you haven't yet. That's kind of a bummer that they don't give it to you if you were given it through Epic or something. It's also ten bucks on Steam, just as a heads up. Well, they're trying to make some money. Yeah, true. I find it funny that they're like, yeah, this is going to be a free update. Oh, Lord, it's way bigger than the original game. (laughs) All right. And uh, last bit of news. Yeah, I don't think I know what this is. Limited Run Gains announced just a complete plethora of physical games they are working on right now. Uh, There's over 30 of them. Uh, Some pretty big titles in here. Wow. Uh, Stuff like, you know, Curse of the Moon 2 that comes out this week. We just mentioned uh, what else is on here? Katana Zero, Kunai, My Friend Pedro, Observer, Papers, Please. There's a bunch. That Samurai Jack game is, I guess, getting a physical version. Uh Uh-huh. Which I still, I think that game's going to be bad. That the Mummy D Mastered is on here. Oh, to episode one racer coming out tomorrow. Hell yeah. Um, so just a whole bunch of stuff. If you're a you know a collector of these, you should definitely check out the full list. Yeah. Uh, some have release dates. A lot of them are just to be de- to determined. Cool. Yeah, that's a big list. Damn. All right, let's do some questions. Uh, if you want to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, this yeah. first one comes from Barry. Do you guys think that Paper Mario, the Origami King, will be good or not? Uh, as a person who hasn't played any of them, I think it will be the best one. But no, I have no I'm- idea. <laughs> I have no idea either, obviously. Those last two I didn't really like. Um, so I'm really hoping Nintendo kind of took some fan feedback uh, and did something good with this one. What was the last one? Was it Sticker Star or something like that? Is that the one people keep that complaining was That about? was the 3DS one. I think the last one was called like Color Mix or something. Something around uh, that. Okay. Color Splash. Okay, I was pretty close. So what makes the the new ones bad or whatever because people like never shut up about the gamecube one or like what is a thousand year door like yeah which those ones i haven't actually played i haven't played the original ones and and specifically yeah everyone talks about thousand year door um they just kind of got away from as much of the rpg kind of mechanics made it more like actiony or whatever Um, i also just remember i can't remember a ton about the the wii u one Outside of, I remember it being really cumbersome in the combat. Um, like, it, like it, it just did. The user interface was bad. Um, there's a there's a lot of talk in the in the chat right now about what's wrong with those ones. People are yeah. saying Color Splash had good writing, and people are saying it had bad writing. Uh, I remember <laughs> the f- Sticker Star. 
um, being extremely too long. And I also got annoyed that a lot of the bosses, you needed like a very specific uh, sticker to beat them. And instead of like making sure you had that item before you went to fight them, you could just end up in the fight and just bang your head against it. And, and before realizing I have to go do a whole other part of this level. Like they, Anyway, it was a long time ago. I haven't played those in a bit. I just remember having a bad time. Um, I'm hoping this one's good. If I hear good things, I will pick it up. Sure. Okay. Corey writes in and says, what game that what game that you have beat that you wish you could get your time back for? Sounds like a familiar question. Okay. What game have we beat that we wish we could get our time back for? All right. I'm going to say it. I wish I could get my time back for basically at least over half of uh, Death Stranding. That game was interesting. Okay. Really long. <laughs> And like didn't need to be for a lot of it. I'm trying to think like because because like the 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 first thing my mind goes to is like a game I didn't enjoy, but I still beat. And that's pretty rare. Mm -hmm. And nothing's really coming to mind in that case. Um, But another one that I am liking. But it's just too long and I'd get so much time back if I hadn't played it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is really long. (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, like, I mean, I'm enjoying that game, so it's like I don't need that time back necessarily, but it's just it's it's used up so much of my time. I would get so much time back if I just erased it from my mind. Sure. And life. Uh, I could do so many other things. Sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. kind of wish i had stopped playing gears of war tactics sooner sure i could see that like that game is really good and then it goes downhill so fast but i kind of kept muscling through i did i didn't finish it um and i stopped my game pass pc subscription because i I didn't want to finish it but there's a good solid like five to ten hours in there i could have just had back i would have been fine with not having played those repeated missions again i completely forgot about that game honestly all right kevin has a couple questions first what are some games with unfair difficulty that you still think are fun unfair difficulty i mean my mind automatically goes to the old uh arcade games that were made to like suck quarters basically and then ported to console so they're still very difficult but they're like fun um sure so NES hard games, people call them, I guess, uh, the old school games like that. One I had quite a bit of trouble on, um, but still enjoyed was Remnant from the Ashes. Remnant, yeah. There was a few scenario times in there where we would get to a boss. We would just get wiped and we just kept asking ourselves, like, are we not supposed to be here or is this just like a get good moment? And every single time it was a, you just got to get good. So we ended up playing those bosses over and over again until we could just like almost did it without getting touched. God, like I hate some, that. Like last you just like figure it out of that game. God, I hated it. Yeah. That, I mean, it's only bad if you're playing co-op. Yeah. 
And as uh, second question from Kevin, what's a good gateway strategy game? To be clear, I really do mean strategy and not tactics. Oh, okay. Which I don't like, know if any of us really play that many strategy like games. Like Civ, I guess. The Civilization games, probably. I was going to say like Halo Wars. Okay. Um, but if you're if you're looking for a recommendation from like the Total War series, I I don't think this is, these we are the right people. Oh, like War I, Warhammer Total War is fucking great. If you like Warhammer okay, stuff, it's extremely right good. <laughs> so that game is dope. Uh, but yeah, no, I think the general consensus is the Paradox games in general, right, are like top of their class or whatever. So, uh. Europa Universalis games, uh, obviously Stellaris, Civilization, those types of games, I suppose. But I don't know. I like more arcadey strategy games. So I like like the old Warcraft games, like Warcraft 3 or whatever, or Starcraft. Like I like real-time strategy stuff. So that's more my jam. I mean, but the like the real answer is probably chess. <laughs> Play some chess. Get what? good at chess. The <laughs> That's such a bad game. answer. It's an age-old game. Okay. <clears throat> All right. PVC PVZ Amps writes in and says, what game genre do you refuse to touch at all no matter what people say? I think that's a silly thing to do. <laughs> but so, but I'll feed into it and say... F1 racing games. I just don't care about F1 sure. racing. Yeah, most most simulation racing. It this is hard cuz I don't think I would refuse to play any kind of game. Um but ones that I just have like no interest really. Um like like sports games that aren't just weirdly crazy like a Mario one. Sure. <clears throat> like Yeah, simulation racing. That's not going to really do much for me. I'm pretty legit um, when I mean like NASCAR or F1 racing where you're going in a circle. I kind of don't mind like the Forzas where there's like at least kind of cool tracks or whatever. <laughs> but I do sure. not want to drive around in a circle. Again, though, like if someone like gave me that game. I'd play it. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah, like I'd play it. I wouldn't just be like, I'm no, I don't. Take, that has not come <laughs> in this apartment. No, bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I don't play a ton of strategy games. Uh, what else? Hunting games. Don't play a lot of hunting games. I don't play much of the like simulator stuff or like any kind of the simulator stuff, really. Um, except, I guess, goat simulator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just, you know, a lot of the ones that are like super slow on like on purpose, like they're they're supposed to just be like. No, this is this is farming. This is this is how farming's like. Farming simulator is legitimately great. That is a good game. But yeah, I'm not saying these aren't good games. Just saying stuff I don't have much of an interest in. Sure, and that you would refuse outright to touch, no matter what anybody says. I just like how this question is phrased. Just like such a petulant, like, no, I'm not going to play that genre. Gun to my head, you better kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the trigger, you won't. <laughs> uh, is it me? Lineback yeah. says, 
How important is the first case in a mystery game in getting you invested into playing the rest of it? It's huge. I have to care about these characters and like what's going on in this world. <laughs> I, th- I think it's huge. I, I think I would expand this out outside of mystery games. The first anything for any game, any movie, any TV show is pretty important because you got to hook me. Yeah, um, you got to hook me for sure. Like the if if I if I'm in, not enjoying myself for the first like two hours, like unless I have some kind of exterior influence saying like oh just get past the first two and then it becomes great like if it's just the game on itself and i had a bad two hours i don't know if i'm gonna keep playing that game yeah for sure if you don't Um, hook somebody in the first couple hours in a game you like you failed that's bad (laughs) mainly because you're pushing the player through it like you need to get right theoretically the first you know hour or so should be like almost the best part of the game because it's the part of the game that every player is going to see yeah for sure um so that's that's what i think and i'm sure developers do do this where they kind of put in some of like more man hours more you know it looks the best it has the most interesting stuff visually and 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 a really show-stopping moment um because everyone will play that and then it's you got to keep hooking them as long as you can basically for sure yep uh rinku588 have you ever played a game that had a weak second act but felt the third act helped save it for you? I'm going to be real. I feel like most games are strong in the beginning, a little weaker for a while, and then strong at the end. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, like, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but this just seems like the cookie-cutter formula for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. And it's, you know, it's probably a lot of the time because, again, they're hooking you at the beginning, so they want something pretty exciting. The ending has obviously got to be some big major finale. Yeah. That's got to be kind of a cool moment, whether it's like the final boss fight or, or, or what have you. And then the middle is often a lot of kind of, um, you know, I don't want to say padding, but it's kind of having to get you to the cooler moments, get you from one moment to the next. If, if we're like, you know, distilling this down to, to you know, something very binary almost. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a specific game though yeah I'm also trying to think of a specific game you know I think of The Last of Us 2 and I don't think it's it, it follows this formula I think it's more like I like the first two acts and the third act I feel is the weakest third act was very weak yeah um and then I think of Last of Us One, and it's been so long since I played that. There's Actually, only like bits and Last of Us One is out. a good example. But of this. the Last of Us One, that first twenty minutes, I'll never forget that. Like the last twenty minutes, I'll never forget that one. Like that has such a great beginning and ending. That's actually why I replayed it because I didn't remember fuck all of like the half of the game that I played after like the big intro thing. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I don't remember a lot of that game. So, Actually, so that's it's, it's, one it's, of the answers. Uh, for this is last of us one for sure i feel like maybe naughty dog in general i'm trying to remember the uncharted games but i don't remember it's yeah a lot it's hard a lot of those do they just like kind of like they're just set pieces flow together to me and it's like set piece after set piece um i mean i think of two I'll, i'll always remember the beginning of two climbing out of that train 
That was fantastic. I'll always remember the end of two blue man group. Holy fuck. Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> the first few, uh, uncharted games had bad endings. Like the, the bo- the final boss. Fights oh my God. Real bad. The final act of uncharted one is so funny though. Cause I, like, I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> what a weird game. Yeah. I can't even remember. Was there even a final boss fight in four? I don't think I ever finished four. They're all kind of oh, like wow, you mixed should, in my head. You should finish four, man. That's the one with the brother, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I played a lot of it. I don't think I finished it, though. All right, VGC Kenny writes, what bad game design do you enjoy? Um, I like tank controls quite a bit. Because I kind of grew oh, up with man. them. Yeah, that's no, I don't agree with you at all. No, thank you. Uh, bad game design. I don't know if you're if you're doing it for like a narrative reason, that can be kind of interesting. Like, um, you know, I think of like a like you know, Last of Us is in my head. Or I think of like Metal Gear when the characters like real hurt and they're moving slowly. Yeah, Obviously, that's not ideal, okay. but it's like it makes sense narratively. So I mean, that that stuff can is totally fine. Sure. Bad bad game design. Like- uh. Swery's uh, D4 had connect controls that were pretty goofy in terms of like what you had to do to manipulate that. So that was that was a pretty good one. Someone just said all of Deadly Premonition. That's a pretty good example. I feel like that's cheating. A little that's bit. That's a cop-out yeah. answer. Yeah. Like just from an aesthetic standpoint, I really like weird stilted like animation when... It's not trying to be a realistic game. Like if Last of Us 2 had weird like facial animations and weird voice acting, that would be a turn off. But in Deadly Premonition, it's endearing. So, OK, yeah. Yeah, just stuff like that. Do you have an example of a game that does have the bad stuff that you liked outside of Deadly Premonition? Yeah, like every Resident Evil game has the stupidest voice acting and. OK, shit sure. going on in it. Yeah. Actually, most 90s games with voice acting in general had some really fucking bad voice acting, like House of the Dead. That's true. Yeah. All right. uh, Final question from Nedinsky for Game and Wario. Does facing the third person camera in the giant bedroom stage of the taxi game and looking at the first person view make your own face appear? That's a very specific question. I have no idea. Is there a way we could like look this up? I don't know. They did kind of preface this as like question for Sean and the rest. I haven't played Game and Wario in years. I don't think I've ever played it. (laughs) You should play Game and well, I don't know if you need to get your Wii U out right now, but that's a great Wii U game. Okay, fair enough. I just like how specific this question is. Maybe chat can answer chat. For Game and Wario, does facing the third-person camera on the giant Ben Reap stage of the taxi game and looking in first person make your own face appear? <laughs> All right. Great question. Um, people don't seem to know in the chat <laughs> either. 
if you want to send in a question for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, <clears> the discord channel or John's PO box. What's your game of the week? BMZ two. I'm going to give it to last of us two. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, John might be back next week. I'm not actually sure. Yeah. I forget what his schedule is for, for, with stuff going on with his family. Um, but stay tuned. Uh, otherwise definitely stay tuned to the Patreon cause we're playing through SpongeBob SquarePants battle for bikini bottom rehydrated edition. Uh, that's the game that won. I'm excited that I get to be playing it. I've never played it before. Me neither. Um, I've never even seen SpongeBob like a full episode. Just memes. That's that's insane to me. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch a couple episodes to prepare. I can probably recommend you some some good SpongeBob to watch. Um, If I just type into YouTube SpongeBob full episode, will I get the best ones? I don't know about the best ones, but you will definitely get some. I think people should tweet at Paul. What are the yeah. best SpongeBob episodes? Um, sure. Uh, or you know, tweet with the hashtag "Best Bob for Paul." Best Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, go do that. People are saying band geek geeks. No question, that actually is the right answer. I'm surprised that everyone says that's the right answer. I agree with it, but it's just <laughs> weird that like that is just an like an like no one talks about that's the best one but everyone knows it's the best one that um, is weird so I'll, I'll rec- i will recommend band geeks to you okay. people are saying watch the first movie uh i barely remember that one although the the game does reference some characters from the movie okay um, or would it be better to like have an opinion not tainted by the show at all i think that would actually be super interesting <laughs> if you came into that patreon episode knowing nothing about spongebob and just being like hey what's the deal with mr krabs guys like why what oh, no. is his whole deal i've like absorbed by osmosis basic things like i know what a squid word is and like okay i know crusty crab is like the burger plate like i know things about it i've never like okay. seen an episode though all right okay well and then i mean either way Again, tweet at Paul, hashtag best Bob for Paul, which episodes he should watch, uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. (laughs) Bye.